This is Michael Popak from Legal AF with some analysis concerning Merrick Garland and his changed positions in a good way to use new strategies and tactics against the shape-shifting that is Donald Trump. And for those that cr criticize Merrick Garland, listen closely for this analysis because over the course of the last year and in the last six months in particular, we've seen a notable change in tactics brass knuckle, hardball tactics by Merrick Garland to fight back, including the appointment of a special counsel. Let's start with that first. Merrick Garland did not want to give up being the lead prosecutor against Donald Trump. I know he took a lot of flack for people who said, without any support whatsoever, that showed a lack of brass or gravitas or balls by Merrick Garland in not prosecuting himself and bringing in a special counsel. I think the exact opposite is true. I think that in order for him to accomplish Merrick Garland, his twin goals of depoliticizing, at least having a veneer of depoliticization of the prosecution, um, as soon as Donald Trump announced that he was running for office, even if it was a ruse to give him cover and protection against all these criminal prosecutions, Merrick Garland had no choice, given that Joe Biden has also announced that he is going to likely run for office as well. If Joe Biden had announced that he was going to be a one-term president, I think the calculus would have changed because his direct boss, uh, Merrick Garland, who ultimately reports the executive branch and its head, the president of the United States, wouldn't be uh, competing for office against a person who's a target of a criminal investigation. All that changed as soon as Donald Trump um, testified. Other examples of Merrick Garland depoliticizing the prosecutions of people uh, who have political leanings or attachments to Donald Trump, you can see it also in his decision to allow John Durham, the special prosecutor, special counsel appointed by his predecessor, Bill Barr, to continue to um, prosecute uh, the Russia interference type um, prosecutions against uh, two or three defendants. Merrick Garland had the right as the attorney general to intervene and fire Durham, or at least tell him that, um, he was, that his decision to prosecute was going to be uh, overridden and do a report to the Congressional um, Judiciary Committee. But Merrick Garland made a decision not to take Durham out of the running and let those things run their course to avoid attacks on the Department of Justice. Remember, Merrick Garland is trying to rehabilitate the Department of Justice and its credibility, having been torn down and attacked for years by Donald Trump and those around him. Another example of depolitization, besides the appointment of the special counsel, John Smith, Jack Smith, allowing Durham to continue to run out his prosecutions, is the decision not to appoint a special counsel to take over the investigation and possible prosecution of Hunter Biden. That case is still being investigated by the Delaware U.S. attorney, who was a Republican appointee of Bill Barr, who's still in office and, and is still continuing his investigation of whether Hunter Biden committed tax fraud or not. Bill uh, uh, Merrick Garland could have interceded, stepped in and taken out that U.S. attorney and stuck in a special counsel. But he, he said he was not going to do that. He was going to let the line 
the prosecutor, the U.S. attorney for Delaware, um, continue his investigation of prosecution. Again, an effort to take politics out of prosecutions. Notice also another change in tactics and strategy. Merrick Garland, in his press conference two weeks ago, appointing Jack Smith, uh, focused ever so subtly on one of the two charges. Recall that there's three potential charges against Donald Trump related to Mar-a-Lago, one being the Espionage Act, one being obstruction with um, a government investigation. If you listen closely to Merrick Garland in his press conference, he mentioned obstruction three times and mentioned the Espionage Act not once. So that, I believe, if you're if you're using your decoder ring to try to figure out what Merrick Garland is focused on, it's on obstruction. What else has Merrick Garland done to fire back and counterpunch Donald Trump? He's allowed his number two, Lisa Monaco, to give the permission to release the photos um, of the search warrant execution. All those photos that came flying out of the Department of Justice showing all the records on the floor, all the classified folders on the floor from the Mar-a-Lago search warrant execution. That was released because, yes, Donald Trump filed a motion uh, with Judge Cannon to get her to exercise equitable jurisdiction and attacked the execution of the search warrant. But Merrick Garland could have sat on his hands and said, no, we're going to we're going to take the higher ground. We're not going to play in that sandbox or get down in that mud with Donald Trump. But he didn't do that. He allowed Lisa Monaco to give the order to release the photographs to both educate people and embarrass Donald Trump, who picked the, who picked the wrong fight with the wrong Department of Justice in federal court. Let's also look at the continued uh, taking politics out of prosecution efforts by Merrick Garland. The pick of Jack Smith. Why Jack Smith? First of all, for four years, almost the entire time that Donald Trump was president, Jack Smith wasn't even in the United States. He was plying his trade as a war prosecutor at The Hague in the Netherlands for almost the entire prosecution, uh, the entire presidency. So again, he's probably the only prosecutor who's got his skill set and his success record that doesn't have any ties at all to Donald Trump and wasn't even in the country for the presidency, so it brings fresh eyes to the prosecutions. He also is a registered independent, Jack Smith is. Putting aside whatever his wife is or isn't, um, which really matters not a whit about what, what your spouse does for a living or what her political leanings are, Jack Smith is a registered independent, and there's no voting record that can be pointed to or a donation or charitable record that shows anything else. And of course, he comes to the job with substantial war crimes. And also when he was in the United States and he worked for the various different offices where he was a prosecutor, he's gone after corrupt elected officials and prosecuted them successfully. Finally, let's talk about uh, something that's been moving around the internet that Jack Smith is injured and that's somehow going to delay the prosecutions. It is true, and we talked about it on one of our first podcasts about uh, Jack Smith, that he broke his leg, having nothing to do with Donald Trump or the prosecution, which has waylaid him and kept him in The Hague with a broken leg. But he has been working um, nonstop around the clock as the prosecutor. We've already reported on Legal AF and on Midas Touch 
um, all of the filings that he's approved, all of the court arguments at the appellate level that he's approved. And let's be honest, in this world of technology and work from home, it's just as easy for even a senior prosecutor, special counsel, to operate virtually, to have Zoom calls and meetings on secured lines, to have conference calls, to review all of the digitally filed uh, documents. Every we no longer use paper in the court in the courthouse, like when Jack Smith and I started our careers. Um, there is all electronic files. You can instantaneously review anything on the court docket and any draft and everything else. And so there's a, it, that's just wild hair speculation by trolls and by the Republicans that somehow this is going to inhibit uh, the prosecution of Donald Trump. It will not. And then this newly muscular uh, Department of Justice led by Merrick Garland, what else have they done? They have methodically stripped away every attorney-client privilege, every executive privilege of every key witness that they could find. They did not allow the initial assertion of executive privilege by any of the uh, White House personnel like <clears throat> Mark Meadows or Bannon or um, any of the other individuals from the chief of staffs um, all the way through the lawyers get in the way of getting evidence and testimony. And when they hit a roadblock, somebody putting up attorney-client privilege, somebody putting up executive privilege, um, Donald Trump trying to intervene to assert any of those things, whether at the Jan 6 committee or more importantly at the grand juries that the Department of Justice is running and now Jack Smith is running in Washington, um, every time they hit that initial barrier, they knocked it down like a bowling pin, went into the courthouse, um, went into, you know, the, the, the chief judge, um, Howell, who's handling in her courtroom all of these issues and one by one stripping bare each of these witnesses, giving them no ability to avoid testifying to the Department of Justice and ultimately the grand jury when they needed to give somebody transactional immunity, like Ali Adams. They gave, they gave him transactional immunity in order to avoid his ability to put up the Fifth Amendment as a barrier to his testifying to the grand jury. So everything that you want an elite fighting force at the Department of Justice to do, they have done. They've done it rapidly, they've done it successfully, and now they, are, they have built their case, they're continuing to build their case which um, which has to be a credit to Merrick Garland. So let's look at from the very beginning. He has changed his tactics. You can't teach an old dog, an old prosecutor new tricks because you're watching it with Merrick Garland as he counterpunches all the tactics and strategies that Donald Trump has tried to use in a very elegant, efficient, and tactical way. And so you start with, taking away politics from prosecution in every way, shape, and form, bringing in the prosecutor, the special counsel, who has no ties to Donald Trump, wasn't even in the country when Donald Trump was president of the United States, making sure that he's a registered independent. There's nothing about his voting or donation record that changes that fact, that he has a successful track record as a career prosecutor in Jack Smith. That's why he picked Jack Smith. That wasn't like a piece of paper out of a hat. That was a specific choice, calculated choice that was made by Merrick Garland. 
when there's openings that Donald Trump, where he leads with his chin in a courthouse or a courtroom or a proceeding, there's the Department of Justice authorized by Merrick Garland to counterpunch and punch him in the face. So if he's going to Donald Trump, if he's going to um, attack a search warrant, then Merrick Garland is going to give the permission to release all of the photographs and put them out in the public, uh, period. So um, when you combine that with their methodical stripping away of all of the uh, attorney-client privilege and all of the um, executive privilege, what you're left with inexorably is the conclusion that uh, Merrick Garland is going to get his man, and that man is Donald Trump. We continue to follow all of this and continue to provide our analysis of, of legal and political issues on Legal AF Midweek on Wednesdays with Michael Popak and Karen Friedman at Niffalo. And on the weekend, I'm joined by uh, co-anchor uh, Ben Mysalis. This is Michael Popak for Legal AF, signing off.